Awesome. And next up, we have got the brilliant John from another one of our portfolio companies, Receive. He's the head of demand gen there. And he's going to be talking about a topic that I know a lot of you are really interested in learning more about, which is LinkedIn advertising. So is LinkedIn a valuable channel or is it a bit of an echo chamber uh, right now? What I can't understand is why people keep using LinkedIn to share videos of like, their family and their kids. I'm like, has it become Facebook? Like what is happening here? But um, anyway, on that, I'm gonna hand over to John who is gonna take it away. Yeah, all right. So yeah, Natasha, like right on that first thing about that's why it's called the echo chamber is, is it really the new Facebook? And how much of a time frame do we really have left? So give me one minute, I'll just get the presentation loaded up and we can go into it. Just as a heads up, there is a lot of spreadsheets, but this will be available after the fact so that we can go over anything that might be a little bit too granular. So to get started, yeah, as, as um, we started out with, the title is LinkedIn Advertising. Is it really a valuable channel for top of funnel lead generation or is it just gonna be an echo chamber um, in the next six months? And how much of a time frame do we really have before it really does become the brand new Facebook? Um, a bit about me and the company I work for. I'm the head of demand gen and a little bit sort of marketing as a whole uh, to receive and we're basically taking debt collection into the 21st century. I think that's sort of a concise way to say it. And we're really trying to clean up the image it has and the approach that people have moving forward. So the first thing that I looked at and sort of as a high level here for the LinkedIn advertising campaign itself was to set a really clear goal. And that would be how do we get leads from LinkedIn? Cause we all know that they often, that's where they are. It's a really good channel that we can use to access the market and push them down the funnel and schedule demos. And this really is for business to business and specifically FinTech. A running theme throughout this presentation is gonna be really trying to understand what we can change based on what we know. So this might be a little bit of preaching to the choir, but the more specific you can be, the better. So just really quickly here, we offered an industry specific white paper. So how banking can improve using modern collections techniques through email or SMS. We segmented by, the pers by personas. If you're not doing a persona exercise, you should start. It should have been done yesterday. HubSpot has some really good sort of spreadsheets you can just print out for free and take stuff um, from there or send me an email. I'll send you the spreadsheets that I use or the sheets that I use. We segmented it by language because since we're based here in Germany, we wanted to test LinkedIn for people who view the, pro their, the platform in English and people who view the platform in German and sort of continue onwards with that. Something that a lot of people don't do is test whether or not you're using a lead gen form, which is when you're in LinkedIn itself. And you complete the form in the platform itself. You don't actually go to a landing page. And if you're using some sort of backend tool like Marketo or Pardot, Salesforce or HubSpot, you can just have it plug right in so your leads populate there. And the, for the best results in terms of testing, um, I did these on sort of two week campaign tracks with sort of multiple campaigns running at once. 
What else is also really useful is figuring out what form fields and what information is the most useful for the sales team. So this is the maximum that I offered it or I asked for at any given time. But what also is something that's a really useful thing about the lead gem forms themselves is every single one of those form fields that I have listed is actually a auto-generated field within that. So people just click once and they click, click twice. They don't have to type anything in and the lead is in your mailbox. Finally, no good marketing campaign is complete without some sort of legitimate follow-up strategy. And this sort of becomes the crux of what I was working on as we move through the presentation itself. A couple of quick pitfalls here um, in terms of what I learned was never make any assumptions about anything. So my assumption was that the German speaking market would respond well to advertisements in German um, on LinkedIn. Turns out that that's not the case at all. It just isn't true. Um, the majority of people who actually are actionable or a persona that we're interested in is going to be reading in English and going to be pursuing um, their content in English as well. Excuse me. And a second thing would be bid as low as you possibly can. Don't use any of the automation. Don't use any of the sort of lead optimization that it suggests. Just don't do that. Don't do anything that LinkedIn tells you to do. The platform itself is kind of janky. Honestly, it's not perfect. Um, if any of you have actually used the platform, so the campaign manager, you'll know that it's not exactly a perfect tool. Um, so don't listen to it. Do everything manual. I'll tell you the steps to make it so it's just as effortless as if you're doing it by the automation stuff. Okay, so I did this in sort of two big tracks and it's kind of obvious, but what we learned is you have to keep testing, you have to keep iterating and you have to keep growing. Um, so as you can see, I've sort of segmented this into different campaigns. I won't dive into a lot of the granularities here unless um, we get some questions afterwards and I can go back and look at them. But one of the things that you can probably notice is my total spend here is actually really low um, in terms of a spend. A lot of people say that LinkedIn is more expensive than AdWords. I haven't found that to be the case at all, especially if you're bidding at the lowest possible number and you have a good audience size. LinkedIn recommends that you do 80,000 or more leads um, in terms of your audience size, but that's really not true. It needs to be significantly more. Um, as you can sort of see here, anything over 120,000 is where we see a great deal of benefit. And the lead gen forms really, really, really work. They just, they do convert significantly better than the landing pages and they convert better in English, in Dach and Europe as a whole than German. Here's sort of the breakdown of the cost. So as you can see, sending people to a landing page and that landing page is in German is a little bit too expensive. I think even for B2B, spending 80 euros for one white paper download is a little bit too much. And 11 euros, depending on your actual cost of acquisition, that could work out. In our case, this actually works out to be a really good metric because if we get 100 leads and 10 of those become demos and one or two of those become actual deals qualified for sales, that cost per sort of sales qualified lead is actually really, really okay if you're talking about big ticket deals. So what did we learn? That's the, really the, the meat of what happens here. So what did I change? What adjusted? And what actually got you the most bang for your buck? 
Um, and the big things I've sort of already mentioned before, which is go wide on LinkedIn with your audience size, even if you really don't want to, or you think that it's not going to really do a lot, or you're just being too broad stroke in how you actually present what you're doing. Um, go as wide as you feel comfortable with. Try, try and make sure that you're staying within your personas, but also try and not be too limited. I basically figured out that if you do an audience, anything under 80,000, it's not worth the time. It just, it really is not going to be cost effective. Um, another sort of noteworthy thing is for a two week track, you should be spending at least 250 euros at around, I don't know, 15 to 20 euros a day for your clicks. Um, at least given the, the studies or the research that I did and the testing that we did um, as a bare minimum to get the clicks that you need to actually be able to do anything actionable. So as you can see, the results are pretty good. We ended up dramatically improving how many leads we were able to get for the cost. We were able to really increase the number of clicks and we were able to increase the click through ratio. What you'll see there is there's add two, which kind of was a little bit of a cloning mistake on my part. When um, we, turned, we turned it live, it was on at the same time as add one, so we needed to fix it. Something else that we also did was figure out how we can actually do feedback. And that's where I'm gonna sort of close in on this final part of the, of the presentation. So here is the cost per lead and basically how it worked out. So if you look at clicks to contacts, we're sort of looking at 17% to 20%. And it looks, what it looks like right now is we're about 23% in terms of click-through rate to lead. So if you follow a really measured strategy and you really try and go cheap, you really try and get your persona right, and you really get the content in the right channel at the right time, you're gonna see a good sort of click-through rate. These numbers may be better, they may be worse than the market standard, but it's working for us. And is it useful? <laughs> and is LinkedIn an echo chamber? The short story of too long didn't read, LinkedIn is not an echo chamber yet. Um, it 100% is turning into Facebook. You're, I'm seeing lots of reposting strategies. People are basically posting the same con content repetitively over and over and over. And that is becoming much more frequent. Everyone is sort of figuring out the type of stuff that actually does generate engagement. Um, but that doesn't mean you, it's useless and it's not relevant for at least B2B. Um, we didn't really do email marketing in a great way the first time around. We did email marketing, but it was automated. And what we learned is you do not automate this early when it's this small. That, I mean, that might be obvious, but we've now personalized it. We're sending out templates. We're focusing on having different snippets per email. So really focusing on the personalization. And we added in calling. Now calling might be a little bit pushy for an MQL, but if you get the right MQL at the right time with the right piece of content, they generally activate quite easily. Of these 60 leads, 50% of them picked up the phone and all of the phone numbers were correct. That's another really big benefit of using LinkedIn. Um, we tried a couple of other things like Leadfeeder or Clearbit um, or other ways to get phone numbers themselves. Um, but LinkedIn actually gets you a real number. And if you call someone and they're like, oh, whoa, this is my cell phone, why did you call? And you go, oh, hey, um, we saw that you downloaded the white paper on LinkedIn. We want to know if you'd read it. And that normally perks them up. If you enter warmly and you have a warm intro like that, it's not an issue. Um, and to close out, 
these are just some ways that we can plan out uh, future improvements. So obviously, plan more personalization in your email outreach. Email outreach is apparently the big thing right now. Keep pushing it. It does work, but it's got to be personalized. Everyone should be paying with, playing with their bids. Use it manually, always. If it says automated, 100% don't touch it. If it says use a third, one of LinkedIn's third-party platforms for advertising, don't touch it. It's useless. Budget cap per day can also be played with. I started out at 20 euros, and since I was paying a euro and a half per click, I was getting anywhere from, and it was a little bit on both sides, we know how it works, I was getting anywhere from seven to 12 clicks a day, and I could expect three to four leads. And then obviously play with your advertisements, your content offers, and the list goes on. Um, this is my favorite thing to do in marketing, and I love talking about it. So thanks so much on that.